Hey there, I'm Melanie Reed, and this is the HR Mentor. Today, I'm thrilled to be bringing you part one of a very special interview that I did with one of my former students, Dean Lempers. Dean is a new graduate from an HR program, and he's just secured his first HR job. As soon as I heard that he had been successful in finding his first HR role, I immediately reached out to see if he would be willing to let me interview him for the show. I am, of course, so grateful and thankful that so many people have reached out and told me that they're getting a lot of value from these episodes. But I don't think there's anything quite like hearing it firsthand from somebody who's out there right now and has just been successful in what many of you are trying to do. In part one, Dean's going to talk about his journey through job seeking and share some really valuable tips for those of you that are still in the trenches and looking for that first job. In part two, which will air at a future date, Dean's going to talk a little bit about his new role and some of the things that he's already learned only two weeks in. I think this episode is really going to resonate with a lot of you. So let's get started. Welcome to the HR Mentor Podcast, the podcast for emerging HR practitioners to get practical advice, tools, and strategies to build credibility, confidence, and ultimately a fulfilling HR career. I'm excited to to chat with you and hear about what's been going on for you. So why don't you just tell me like what you've been up to since you graduated? Okay, so my whole plan Before COVID hit was, okay, as soon as I graduate April or June or whatever it is, I'm going to focus solely on job hunting, like putting myself out there, going and talking to recruiters, talking to a bunch of big big companies and stuff, trying to like get that first job, get my foot in the door because it's the hardest one to get. Actually at our TRU job fair before I graduated and a couple weeks before COVID hit, that's I met this company that I'm working for now. Okay. And so I had been at the job fair for like three hours talking to a bunch of companies, wasn't really getting, not really finding what I was looking for. Right. And one of my friends, as I was about to leave, I met up with one of my friends who I had two or three classes with that year. And and he said, okay, well, I'm just going to go talk to this company. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll wait for you because I'm leaving. I have no more classes that day. So I'm going to walk with you to your class and then I'll leave. And so one of the guys at their booth took a phone call, walked outside, locked himself outside of the building. (laughs) So so I was like, okay, well, I'll be a nice guy and I'll go and I'll open the door and let him back in. And so it was like a nice, awkward 10, 15 second walk right beside this guy back to the booth that my friend was at. So I was like, okay, whatever. Let me shoot my shot. Hey, man, I am graduating in two months with an HR degree. Do you have anything open for me? And he's like, I, I actually need someone. So I was like, <laughs> no let's, go. let's go. That's awesome. And so, and so he took a copy of my resume. He gave me his phone number and stuff. And yeah, and that kind of led to this. That's so amazing. It's, it's, it's just kind of putting yourself out there. Yeah. And, and, and being willing to say hi to someone else that you've never met before that yeah goes a long way oh and i love so much that it was about being a nice guy 
because I mean, <laughs> if if I had to describe you to somebody, that's that's always been my impression of you that you're just genuinely a nice person. You're too nice. Don't flatter me. Oh, you are like, <laughs> and I mean, just I only had one class with you, and you left that impression with me. So that's that's good that that pays off, right? You know, you you know that um, saying where they say nice guys finish last, and I've never been a fan of that, and. I think that's pretty cool that you went to do something nice and it paid off for you pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I personally thought that it was going to be a lot faster because, so let me just jump back. I'm working with Sereris Pipelines, which is a contractor for the Kamloops to Merit spread of the Trans Mountain Pipeline. Okay. So Trans Mountain is the actual like owner of the whole project and my okay. company is the contractor for a certain spread of the pipeline. Oh, okay. This project was supposed to start two or three months ago. Right. But then COVID hit. Right. So I was sitting in the dark for three months-ish. And, and I was getting to the point where it was like, hey, they have told me to wait. And I had a phone call with their HR lead. And she said, like, I, I really like you. You sound awesome just hold on because I don't have an actual date yet. Right. And so I was waiting. It was two or three months and I was heavily contemplating just saying, okay, well, I'm just going to go job hunt again and go look for right. something. Whatever. And then right as I made that decision to say, hey, like this is in the past, I'm, I'm going to go look somewhere else. That day, actually, I get the offer letter saying, hey, we are bringing you on board use of dark week from now so we've hooked you up with all of the training stuff uh do this training and then we'll have you on next monday wow so it was perfect you're like the king of serendipitous moments here yeah. <laughs> right everything is kind of like worked so well that i've been in the right place at the right time yeah and just being willing to talk to people is something that i've learned goes a long way yeah and, you know, maybe you could tell, sort of explain a bit about your background, because you were also a student athlete. And maybe you could just explain a little bit about sort of why you decided to study human resources, what sort of drew you to that, and sure. what your kind of school experience was like. Sure. So it was a long road. It was like a roller coaster. Back in high school, well, I've been an athlete my whole life, and that was kind of how I was popular, I guess. I was a very introverted kid back in the day, though. Really? So I graduated high school in 2014, and I originally was going to go to university to become an accountant or a finance guy because I was like, I was fine with just sitting at my desk all day, looking at a computer, not talking to anyone. As I went through that, because I was naturally good at math, good with numbers. Um, and yeah. stuff like that. But then as I went through school and having uh, being forced to do class presentations, being forced to do a lot of group work and stuff where I was very uncomfortable in that setting, it kind of forced me to, to open up a little bit. I took my first upper level accounting course, absolutely hated it. Really? And it was, it was rough. Like I, I barely passed. I think I got a C minus in that class and I was happy with that because I wasn't failing which was right. awesome um so then i always felt about accounting courses <laughs> <laughs> but um i i kind of had to take a step back and like 
kind of reevaluate myself and be like, okay, what direction is my life going? Because I don't really know at this point. That was like three or four years into my schooling. And then I realized, okay, well, I'm a little more extroverted now. I, I like being in social settings. Yeah. And I feel like I'd rather work with people and help solve problems. And so I was like, okay, well, let's go through a list of all of the business majors and, and see what kind of fits that. And then, and HR fit that. I, I really enjoy it so far well, because it goes hand in hand with every law course that I took to. It took two or three law courses, super interesting stuff. I love that. And yeah. HR goes hand in hand with that. Yeah. And so that's kind of when I really began to enjoy it. Because I was like, I actually enjoy what I'm learning now. This fun dealing with people and, and, and trying to figure out like a fun way to fix a problem because there's yeah. so many different problems in university, especially with work. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> university is a great testing ground for solving people problems. True. Absolutely. Especially and, a business degree. Mm -hmm. And I've had a lot of good groups and a lot of bad groups. And it's yeah. fun trying to navigate that. And so now that I'm working in an HR job, I found it's just the, it's the exact same thing just with older people, I guess, and yeah. like experienced people. And it's a lot of fun so far. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's funny because I think, you know, one of the things that I really try and impress upon new grads is, and, and people that are looking at this as a career option is that this whole profession is really about solving problems to help the organization be successful. Right. And that's great that, you know, you found it through that path. I was smiling when you started to talk about accounting because I can't tell you how many people I know that started in accounting and switched to HR. Uh -huh. which is so opposite. Like they're uh -huh. just the total opposite. But, but I think people had similar paths where they, you know, accounting felt quote unquote easier to them, a little more clear path, which there yeah. is, right. You've got the whole, Articling program. It's easy to get a job as a student in most cases because firms are always hiring students and so on. And and, well, and there's one that way to do things. It's like exactly. in this situation, you follow these things. It's not as open ended as HR is. Yeah, HR is probably one of the most gray professions I think you can go into. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there is no one way to do anything in a lot of cases. And a lot of people don't understand that because they think, well, if you have a collective agreement or you have policies, well, you just follow that. But that doesn't always lead you to the right solution to the problem, which is where the creativity and the innovation come in. So that's so cool that I didn't know you went from accounting to HR. And, and I would never have guessed you were introverted at any point in your life. Well, because I, I, I have a very extroverted brain. Yeah. But when I was little and to this day, I have had a stutter my entire life. And so, and when I was younger, it really messed with my head. And I was like, mm. okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just not going to say things if I know I can't say. And so I saw a speech therapist yeah. and all sorts of things. It was like a weird thing in my head because I know no one cares about it. Well, now I do. But back then it was like, okay, well, if I mess up on a word, or if I can't say something, people are just going to judge me and whatever. Yeah. And now I still am not a fast talker, which is good for me. I, I really take my time and things. Life's good when you look at the whole big picture. And so, so 
awesome. It's such a good yeah. attitude, right? And so I've come a long ways, I guess. You have, yeah. See, and I'm I'm seeing the product of all your hard work. So because I didn't yeah. know. Happened, so you've been there with me for a few years now. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. So when exactly did you graduate? It was this spring, right? Yeah, and whenever like like April or June. I don't know when the actual time was. Okay. A few months ago. And so let's go back to your job search for a minute. And maybe you could tell me, like, it sounds like you were really deliberate when you, you knew you were graduating about what your kind of next steps were and how you were going to try and find the right employer. So what were some of the things that you did that were sort of conscious efforts in your job search? Okay. So at the start of my last year of university, I was kind of nervous because I was thinking, this is my last year. I don't know what I'm doing. I have no direction whatsoever. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So then whenever club day is, isn't that in the first week or two? Yeah, I think it's in early September. Yeah. Yeah. I had two classes one day and I just finished my last class. And I had no idea that it was club day. No idea. I had never been in a club because most of my time was taken up with TRU basketball, I had no time for anything else. Right. And so I was walking home, I saw this big poster that said CPHR. And I was like, hmm, HR professional designation. Okay, well, that sounds kind of cool. So <laughs> then I was walking this way and I just went, let's go talk to someone. And so that's how I met Joe. And I kind of asked him, I was like, what is this? Like, I don't know what this is. Can you explain it to me? And he's like, hey, this is the HR club. This is how you get into everything HR. It, it sets you up for your professional designation very well, plus mentorship program. So I was like, oh, okay, well, what's that? Let me figure out that, what that was. So though, I think that was the 14th of September, 14th or 13th. And, and the deadline to to apply for the mentorship program was the 16th, which was over the weekend. And I was like, oh, I have one or two days to apply for this. Because I was like, well, if I have no direction, I may as well get set up with a mentor that can help me. Right. And so I went through the application process yeah. and I ended up getting set up with a mentor. Bill Buteau, if you know who that is. Yeah, right. I remember Bill was your mentor. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah, he's awesome. a great guy. So we ended up meeting twice a month. And, and we went through all sorts of things from resumes to interview prep. Uh, he had linked me up with a bunch of sources outside. And I just connected with a bunch of people in town. And so it's one thing that I figured out real early in my job search is that if you want to have a better chance to get a job, you have to put yourself out. You have to get your name and your face out there so that people know. Yeah. It just came naturally easy to me with the amount of workload that I had for the past two years with Tiri basketball is that I'm used to always going. Job hunting was the same thing to me. It was like, okay, well, if I want to go and work for the city of Canada, okay, well, I'm going to go look up their company and look up uh, who their HR lead was. So that was one of the things that I did was I did some research. I called her up. I set up a meeting and then we had just like a nice long talk. It wasn't even a job interview, but I guess it was because it's just a conversation and seeing like fit and seeing what kind of a person mm -hmm. you are. My job search kind of really started with the mentorship program because Bill helped me in so many different areas. 
and Bill's a very extroverted person too. So, so we really hit it off and, and he was like, it depends on, on how much you want it. Yeah. So if, if you really want a job, if you want a good job, put yourself out there, be willing to go talk to people, go meet new people and just put yourself out there. That is the one thing that helped me over anything else. Yeah. And was it, was it hard at first for you to do that? And then did it get easier or was it always sort of a comfortable thing for you? I mean, it sounds like you were getting, you were getting some referrals from people, but was it a little nerve wracking at first? It was kind of nerve wracking at first because I didn't really have like a path to go down. I kind of had to figure it out myself. But once I figured out, hey, just do a little bit of research, go call some people, say, hey, can I take you out for coffee or whatever? And can I just have a chat with you? Like once I figured out it's that easy and no one else is doing it, it, it got really easy. And it was just like this. Like every sit down I had was just a chat. Like it wasn't a job interview. It wasn't nerve wracking. It wasn't weird. It was just sitting down for coffee and having a nice conversation with someone else. Yeah, that's awesome. And and I think that's important for people to remember that, I mean, you do have to put yourself out there, but also, you know, what Bill was saying about asking you how much you want it, because it's like when you go into university and I remember in my master's program, Dr. Fergus was one of my instructors in the master's program and now he's my chair, but I remember him sitting down and and giving us this bit of advice that you need to treat your university time as a full-time job. So you're in class for, you know, whatever it is, three hours a week in whatever particular course times four or five. But if you look at having 40 hours a week, like you would with a job, there's no reason why you should miss a deadline or, you know, not be able to complete something if you look at it in that way. And that's one of the things with a job search too, is that, you know, a lot of people are working and, and maybe working in service industry jobs or have, have different schedules. But if you look at your job search as your next job to get the job you want and you put in that effort, you're going to be successful because uh-huh. it's a cumulation effect, right? And the more you put yourself out there, the easier it becomes, the more people you meet, the more people you're exposed to. Yeah. So I think that's great that you kind of approached it that way, that this was, you were all in. Right. Well, and one other thing that I think that really helped me was I didn't really, I didn't really have any expectations for my first job. So I wasn't going into it expecting to be paid 80 grand a year or whatever. I had no expectations. So because I knew, Hey, the first job is the hardest one to get. I'll take any experience that I can get because that will be valuable experience very valuable enough to put on a resume that it'll make the next job easier and then the next job easier to get. And, and, and that's just a compounding effect. So not really having expectations going into my first job, I feel like helped, helped me not be biased in, in my job searching. Like I looked through a bunch of different industries and I had talked to a bunch of different people and I said, I don't care the industry I work in. I don't care the job I get. I just want to enjoy coming to work, enjoy the people that I work with. That's all I want in a job. And obviously the first job isn't going to be the best pay or whatever, but it sets you up so well for the rest of your life. It does. Yeah. And you know, I call that start anywhere because I think a lot of students, you know, they have super high expectations of that first role and they, 
And I've heard from employers that have hired people and it hasn't really worked out because they come in expecting that, you know, they are going to make $70,000, $80,000 a year and they're going to be advising managers on HR issues. And, you know, I think I've said it in pretty much every class I've taught that those types of roles are hard to get without experience. And employers yeah. don't want you messing with their people because there's legal issues, there's cost to giving the wrong advice. And it's one of those professions where you have to learn as you go. And you, you know, in accounting, you get, and, and law, you get these articling opportunities. And so students expect that. But in HR, we don't have a, a system like that. But if you look at your first three, four years after you graduate, it's kind of your articling time, then you see that that's what you're doing in those early jobs when you're assisting others and you're coordinating, you're learning the ropes, so to speak. Totally. Well, and I've never really understood that whole first job out, I would love to be the top dog or whatever, because I realize I've studied textbooks and I've been to a bunch of lectures, but I have no clue what I'm doing. I need personal experience. So I want to be a sponge. Wow. I don't know about you, but if I was looking for an HR job right now, I would be opening doors for people and doing everything I could to make connections with other HR professionals. Dean, thank you so much for sharing your experience with us and also some of the personal details of your journey. We really appreciate everything that you've done to help other students find their path and their first HR job. I know they're going to love hearing firsthand from you what made you successful. If you haven't already subscribed to the HR Mentor Podcast, make sure you do that today and don't miss a future episode especially part two of my interview with Dean, where we talk about everything that he's learned in the first two weeks of his role. I think you'll be surprised to hear how much he's already figured out about the profession of HR. In the meantime, have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.